Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Today we are looking to start our week as usual with some wisdom and some encouragement. Uh, We're ready for Psalm 63 and 64 today. Both of them very short psalms. Psalm 63 is 11 verses. Psalm 64 is only 10 verses. Uh, And then we're going to look at Ecclesiastes chapter 7, which is just a continuing of this view of, of an incurable evil. The uncurable evil of man. So with that backdrop, let's begin real quick. Uh, you may hear some thunder coming through. The uh, I don't know if it'll come through or not, uh, but if you hear it, that's because it's storming outside. So that is a possibility. Let's look at Psalm 63 and 64. Uh, both of them just kind of dealing with David uh, and the sorrow that he had to endure. Uh, he's pr- you know in Psalm 64, he's praying for deliverance from secret enemies. And many of these are speaking to me uh, lately. Uh, not because I have specific enemies, but I just feel like the church in general, the people of God in general, have these ravenous wolves that are just seeking just to devour everything that's good. I mean, we are in a very strange and wicked time when... The whole world is is really being ruled, at least on the surface, from from what our vantage point is. Our human limited vantage point is that the whole world is just being ruled by devils. And so, when I read these psalms of God, of David begging God for deliverance and praying that these people would fall into their own snares, and I just can't help but relate. To that feeling now. And maybe many of you understand what I'm talking about. Alright. Let's have a look. Psalm 63, King James Bible. Let's begin. Verse 1. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and glory so as I have seen in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with morrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed, and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. 
but the king shall rejoice in God. Every one that sweareth by him shall, glo- shall glory, but the mouth of them speak lies shall be stopped. All right, that's Psalm 63. Just to recap a couple of things, you know, David says, you know, I seek God early. And that really should be a spiritual practice of, of, of us all. And uh, admittedly, I'm not perfect at it. I do okay most mornings, uh, but not flawless at it. Um, having this podcast to do really kind of helps that, right? Because I record it very early before work. And I obviously have to seek God for guidance and help to do a reasonable job at this. And so most of the day, most of the time, I do seek God first thing in the morning. And it really should be a spiritual discipline of ours because we should start our day every day uh, seeking God. And so David says, I start, I start early, right? I seek God early. And um, he reminds himself always that the wicked will pay. That there's a day coming for them, right? He says, But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Let's read 64 here. Ten more verses. Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying snares privily. They say, who shall see them? They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search, both the inward thought of every one of them. And the heart is deep. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded. So they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. And all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God. For they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. So David says they they come up with these plans to lay these traps and they do it in secret and they think no one will see. Like no one's going to notice the evil that they're doing, right? They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying snares privately saying, who shall see them? And then David says, well, it's God. God will see them. Verse 7, but God shall shoot at them with an arrow, and suddenly they shall be wounded, 
So like out of nowhere, they think they're getting away with all this evil that they're doing, but out of nowhere, when they don't expect it, when they're going about their wickedness as they normally do, but God and their own tongues says they should make their own tongues fall upon themselves. In other words, the words that they have spoken will come back to bite them. And all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. And the righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. And that is the end of our study in Psalms this morning. I'm looking forward to the day where the whole world has no choice but to praise God for what he's done. And the whole world will see clearly who he is. And judgment will come upon the wicked who have done nothing but lie and deceit and steal and kill and destroy the earth and all this evil that they've done, how they've plundered and how they've enslaved. God is going to come down on them. You see, we have all eternity. Those who have trusted in Christ, those who have trusted in Messiah, we have all eternity to spend with God. And he's got endless pleasures in his right and his left hand. And this short little vapor of a life that we've dealt with here on earth will seem like nothing. Because it's such a blip, it's such a dot on the timeline. And likewise for these wicked who have committed their whole lives to this to every evil thing and they've hated God and they've hated God's people and they've loved evil likewise that little short time where they've indulged the flesh will seem like a blip on the timeline of eternity which they will spend in the lake of fire let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 7 a good name is better than precious ointment and the day of death than the day of one's birth please note that goes right along with what I just said this life is a vapor right and Solomon's saying hey the day of death is actually better than the day of birth of course if you're in right standing with God it is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting for that is the end of all men, and living will lay it to his heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for by the sadness of the countenance the heart is made better. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of mirth. It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. For as crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. This also is vanity. Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad, and a gift destroyeth the heart. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. And the patient in the spirit is better than the proud in the spirit but not hasty in thy spirit to be angry. For anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Say not thou, 
What is the cause that the former days were better than these? For thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this. That's an interesting statement, and I don't have a, a, like a bunch of wisdom to proclaim about it. But it seems to me like Solomon's saying, don't be foolish enough to think that, man, the good old days were better. Let me read it again. Say not thou, what is the cause that the former days were better than these? For thou, thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this. Verse 11, wisdom is good with inheritance, and by it there is profit to them that see the sun. For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense, but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. Consider the work of God, for who can make that straight which he hath made crooked? In the day of prosperity be joyful, but in the day of adversity consider. God also has set the one over against the other, to the end that man should find nothing after him. Solomon's saying, regardless whether you're dealing with adversity, or whether you're dealing with prosperity, God is actually sovereign over both of those things. Verse 15, all things I have seen in the days of my vanity. There is just man that perisheth in his righteousness, and there is the wicked man that prolongeth his life in his wickedness. That is something that I have observed. We, we, you know, we kind of casually make the statement that good die young and the wicked live forever, right? Solomon agrees. That's why you see these, some of these wicked politicians, they look like literally animated corpses standing in front of the TV, and you're like, how does someone so wicked and so evil, you can see, you can see how the evil has worn their bodies. And here they are, like 900 years old, still standing in front of the screen, propagating lies and nonsense. And it's like, how in the world? Solomon says, all things I have seen in the days of my vanity... There is a just man that perishes in his righteousness. And there is a wicked man that prolongeth his life in his wickedness. Verse 16. Be not righteous over much, neither make thyself over wise. Why shouldest thou destroy thyself? In other words, don't be wise in your own eyes. Verse 17, be not overmuch wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou die before thy time? It is good that thou shouldest take hold of this, yea, also from this withdrawal. Not thy hand, for he that feareth God shall come forth of them all. Wisdom strengtheneth the wise more than ten mighty men which are in the city. For there is not a just man upon the earth that doeth good, and sinneth not. Also take he no heed unto all words that are spoken, lest thou hear thy servant curse thee. For oftentimes also thy own heart knoweth that thou thyself likewise hast cursed others. All this I have proved by wisdom. I said I will be wise, but it was far from me. That which is far off, and exceedingly deep 
Who can find it out? I applied my heart to know and to search and to seek out wisdom and the reason of things and to know the wickedness of folly, even foolishness and madness. And I find more bitter than death the woman whose heart is in snares and nets and her hands is bands. Whoso pleases God shall escape from her, but the sinner shall be taken by her. Behold, this I have found, saith the preacher, counting one by one to find out the account, which yet my soul seeketh, but I find not. One man among a thousand I have found, but a woman among all those I have not found. Lo, this only have I found, that God hath made man upright, but they have sought out many inventions." Solomon's just making the overall point that man is wicked. And don't we know it? <laughs> don't we know it? Because we see it even within ourselves. The evil in ourselves that we think and desire that we, that we hate at the same time. But those who don't have God, they have, those, they have evil and they have desire magnified beyond what we can comprehend. And they don't hate it. They love it. But the day of justice is coming. And God is going to set things right. I pray you've been blessed this morning. I hope that these words have encouraged you and strengthened you and pierced hearts and caused many of you to draw closer to God this morning. Thank you for listening. Thank you for providing me the opportunity to do this great work. It's a, it's, it's a blessing and... Uh, it's definitely not something I deserve, and I'm just very grateful for uh, the opportunity to do it. Thanks for supporting the podcast. You can do that by going to scriptureandprophecy.com and clicking the support uh, uh, tab at the top. Thank you for your prayers. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again soon. Thanks for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.